So who's coming to the podcast show London? The latest from our daily newsletter at podnews.net. The podcast show London has announced its first wave of content sessions for their two-day conference on May the 25th and 26th. It's also announced some of the live podcasts at the podcast show 2022 Live as part of a week-long series of 20 or more live events. We have a full list in our show notes and our newsletter at podnews.net and we'll be there as a media partner as a promo code to save money. Acast published its annual report. The company saw net ad sales grow by 73%. While it says that operations in the UK and Sweden became profitable, the company overall lost 300 million Swedish crown, which is 31 million US dollars. That's almost double the loss of last year. In the report, CEO Ross Adams claims we are entering a new era in podcasting. He reaffirmed the company's support for the open nature of podcasting using RSS and also says that advertisers are, quotes, targeting conversations, not individual users, highlighting a new privacy-safe initiative from the company dubbed Conversational Targeting. Substack is moving into podcasting, but better, they say. The company released two blog posts, announcing that the same way we made it simple to launch a paid newsletter, we're making it just as easy to produce a paid subscription-based podcast on Substack. They'll play on any RSS-based podcast player. The platform also lets you podcast for free, their FAQ says. It has poached some podcasts from Patreon, according to Bloomberg iHeartRadio is still number one for podcasting, according to PodTrack, which has published March's list of US podcast publishers. It's increased its lead from NPR at number two, and iHeart claims 443 million downloads in the month. The Daily is still the number one show, and the list includes participating publishers only. By comparison, Triton Digital's equivalent report for February says that SXM Media is number one, with an equivalent 457 million downloads over 31 days we calculate triton digital is owned by iheart but iheart radio doesn't participate in their ranker the bbc is a new entry in PodTrack's top 20 sneaking in at number 20 the corporation has declined to share their global numbers but claim a u.s unique monthly audience of 2.7 million it's represented for ad sales in the u.s by acast PodOps has been launched, a mobile app that promises the most advanced way for podcast show hosts and guests to connect and book interviews. There's more information on their website. Black culture publisher Ebony Media has launched Ebony Studios, which will be making podcasts as well as movies and TV. And do you use Audacity to edit your podcast? Here's a reminder, Audacity is ultimately owned by a company based in Russia. And yes, they get limited usage data. And thank you to Callin, a new social podcasting app for becoming our latest gold supporter. Callin offers free tools to help you record, edit and distribute your content. And we're grateful to them for their support of our newsletter. You can and should be like Callin at podnews.net slash support. And in podcast news, NPR's daily news podcast Up First celebrated its fifth birthday yesterday. It's been in PodTrack's top 20 podcasts for 60 consecutive months and took home the Ambi for best news podcast this year. 
Australia is just about to go into a federal election. Oh, good. And on the trail, election 2022 is the first of a number of podcasts we'd expect to launch about ScoMo versus Elbow. On the trail is from Nine News, hosted by Charles Croucher. It also has some of Nine's radio stars and Nine News's political editor, Chris Ullman. Also new from Nine Radio, Deb Knight's Polly Waffle, a slightly tenuous construct, an in-depth long-form interview series hosted by 2GB's Deb Knight, interviewing Polly's over a plate of waffles. <laughs> Genuinely. Epi After Dark launches today an educational and scientific podcast about the dark and mysterious world of the most fascinating pathogens. We're told it's a whirlwind of powerful information. Imagine going on a psychedelic adventure through hell where your tour guide is a mysterious entity who may be trying to sacrifice you, set to the backdrop of a dilapidated circus where the previous ringmaster was eaten by lions. And is the description deadhead sometimes a bit too literal from Tenderfoot and Double Elvis? Dead and Gone is returning for a new season. The show focuses on mysterious deaths of fans of the band Grateful Dead. And we'll look at three tragedies that have taken place over the last 20 years. Trailers coming up, but that's the latest from our newsletter. To read all the stories in full and subscribe, we're at podnews.net. Hello there, this is Deb Knight, and as we head into the next federal election, join me every Tuesday for a new episode of Deb Knight's Polywaffle, where we dig deep into the backstory of what makes our politicians tick, all, of course, over a plate of delicious waffles. There were five days of Grateful Dead concerts. Thousands of their loyal fans enjoyed them. And although the Dead's music is out of the 60s, the time of so-called peace and love, police report several arrests. Among them, 15 for drug violations and the murder of a lifetime Grateful Dead admirer, Adam Katz. The Grateful Dead are one of the most successful and impactful bands in music history. Their music and their ethos of peace, love, freedom, psychedelic experimentation and musical improvisation all combined to compel millions of fans from all walks of life to identify as deadheads and flock to Grateful Dead shows. Since the band's inception, there has been a darkness that has followed the Grateful Dead. Over the years, numerous Grateful Dead fans have gone missing or have been killed. This season, Payne and I will investigate the death of Adam Katz, who was found murdered after a 1989 Grateful Dead concert. We'll look for answers in the cases of Jeremy Alex and Bridget Pendle Williams, both of whom went missing under mysterious circumstances. And we'll also continue to examine the rich history and enduring legacy of the Grateful Dead. From Tenderfoot TV and Double Elvis, Season 2 of Dead and Gone is available April 6th. The long, strange, deadly trip continues. Listen for free on Apple Podcasts. Hi, I'm Charles Croucher. After two years we'll never forget, Australia faces two months like never before. An election campaign in what we hope are the final months of a pandemic, the final weeks of a war in Europe, and the final days of petrol at $2.20 a litre. On the trail, we'll talk with some of Australia's best political minds, condensing years of fires and floods, lockdowns and lies, crisis and cost increases, into one decision that we all have to make. From the leaders, the tactics, the commercials and the campaigns themselves, each week we'll analyse what's happened, what will happen, and most importantly, what it all means for you. 
Now, I've been lucky enough to cover campaigns in every state and territory, as well as nearly a dozen countries around the world. And as the fallout continues from Donald Trump's loss in 2020, let's hope this turn on the trail is more reality and less reality TV. Will Scott Morrison win a fourth term for the coalition and cement his name in the Liberal pantheon? Or will Anthony Albanese sweep to power, shifting the direction of the nation? Before you get to the ballot box, you can go on the trail. Election 2022.